Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo after the Cubs lose to the Blue Jays 5-3. They've dropped two in a row now in Toronto. And this time it was Marcus Stroman returning to his original team, making the start. Nice ovation. Some of us took him in who you got. We'll get to that later. And, of course, the results. But 5-3 to three the final. And, listen, I, I, I don't know. You can, you can worry about how the bullpen's being used and all these other things. I don't know how many times we have to go over it every night, but the way I feel <laughs> is that it's about exploring and the score doesn't matter. It's fun to watch. I, like I, Every once in a while I get sucked into the score, but I very rarely get into, uh, he left that guy in too long, this guy came in. They traded away the four best guys in the bullpen. Yeah. End I, of story. Yeah, I mean, I think it's to the point where it's like, did we really care about the outcome of the game or yeah. were we – more happy to see Jeremiah Estrada come up and, and have a really clean inning. I mean, he had the the walk, but, I mean, it was two strikeouts. He was pumping 98 yeah. fastball. His slider looked good. I mean, that was like – I think you take that over a win at this point in the season. And then just – I mean, Chris Mor- Christopher Morell, big game from him. I mean, it's just – yeah. I, mean, I, I honestly see the only care if they win. If they win, I'm kind of like, oh, that was a nice win. And if they lose, I'm like, well, why? it doesn't matter anyways. You want to see the development, and you want to get home on time. That, that's what we're and, looking and for. And, again, not in that particular order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one stinks. Whatever. <laughs> um, Jeremiah Estrada looked good. Brennan Little did not. I uh, saw Ryan's mentions where people were, telling, were saying that he, that he was a bum. Uh, yeah. And those people are lucky that I didn't uh, go into his mentions and and uh, answer them myself. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I if you want, there we're at a point where silver linings are the only thing we have left, man. Yeah, that's really what it is. Morell was in an 0 for 18 stretch. Yeah, it's a homer and a double tonight. I mean, hugged it out. Hugged it out in the dugout. Hugged it out. Wilson. I mean. You need a hug? Go find Christopher Morell. He gives good handshakes, too. I, I, you, you would know. I would know. I do know. I do know. But, uh, yeah, no. I don't know. It, I think that uh, anyone who is still out on Marcus Stroman, I give up on convincing you. Michael Culotta says well, he's a Michael, bum. This is the first time I've ever seen Michael Culotta say anything about someone that's not Ricketts or, like, the front office. <laughs> Well, you haven't him. been here. I've uh, never seen him go been, after You've a been player. in the press box too much. This yeah. is every night. Honestly. Looks like a Donald Trump tweet. Stroman is a bum. Big disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but what I was saying is any, I think anyone who is out on him, there's no changing your mind, so I'm done trying to convince people. I know it hasn't been his best year, but I also, you know, I thought he was fine. I was a little surprised it took him out earlier. Um, I didn't know what his pitch count was, but, I mean, whatever. I th- I just think that the sooner the season ends, the better. <laughs> but also, like, you just got to look at you got to look at the the players who are going to be here next year. And yeah. I'm not saying every one of these players on this roster are going to be on this roster, but there's some guys here that you know that are exciting and fun to watch, and uh, you know that matters. It does matter. You want, and I say that because. We've sat here a few times over or not necessarily on set, but, you know, throughout the year where we've acted like, well, maybe this maybe this team isn't that far. Remember, like, two and a half months ago, we were like, this team is 2025. Like, that's when this team's going to be good. And then, like, honestly, since the All-Star break, they've played well enough to where you can at least maybe talk yourself into thinking, maybe this is more like 2014. Well, weren't they, like, isn't it like since the end of like or late in June they're like right around five hundred like that's well the about, rotation was like ERAs yeah, up there right yeah. going, going second crazy. in baseball I mean that's again with just with the roster coming into the season a five hundred team overall would have been like kind of a success because that's like closing in on Absolutely. making a run in a wild card territory yeah they've gotten about two months of that instead but that that's 
that's better than the ten game. I think there was another nine game losing streak in there. Like that was that was tough those, to watch. Those three stretches, what the three and fourteen from rough mid yep. mid yeah. April to like the beginning of May, the ten the game 10 game ten game losing streak and the nine game losing streak. Just, if they don't, if they just go like five hundred during those stretches, <laughs> they're probably yeah. a five hundred team. Well, I know. But if you didn't give up those three seventy-yard touchdowns, you were in the game too. If you're yeah. the Bears, if Here, I'm not, I'm not making no, excuses. I'm Here's, just saying. I'm going to defend Michael on the chat, and this is not going to be popular. Uh, he just said, "Congratulations to the Rickets. You've reached twenty games under five hundred before Labor Day." <laughs> no. Dom is the director of morale, and Michael is our. Director of Disappointment, our yeah, Dodd. He's, he's, <laughs> he's our DOD. Yeah, there you Director go. of Dodd. Disappointment. I like that one. He, he evens everything out. For the fans that are <laughs> overvaluing things, Michael's at the other end dragging you all down to put you right in the middle. Um, I would just like to know one thing that he, that he is actually, like, happy about. I mean, shit. He likes when, our show. He's I, told us he likes the show. Well, okay. We let him I'm, come in here. He and didn't just even like Pat Hughes, though. And and he's he he's, was negative in the Pat Hughes show. That's why he's the Michael dad. is loyal to the show. I will say he's that. Like dad. he is here. You, when's the last time we had a show? Michael wasn't here. That's true. Hey, I don't dislike Michael. I'm glad that he's here. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. Like, I just hope he pounds the like button. I just on don't know chat. how he can be so like angry and upset all the time. The DOD. Before we get into more games. He just game, comes here to vent. I get that. Before, I'm director there. of Downer. Should that should that be it? <laughs> <laughs> The Don. Before we get into more game, Marcus asks when we will see Hayden Wesneski or DJ Hers. I mean, Wesneski probably in September at some point. I don't know when. Um, kind of looking to see what transpires with Wade Miley. I think he's. I think I saw on Twitter he's going on a rehab assignment soon, or now something like that. Um, Keegan should be eligible to come off the IL. At some point next week, I want to say, maybe Sunday, I think, is when it would be 15 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, Adbert, seeing where Adbert's kind of at. Uh, for That's for Hayden. I don't I don't think DJ Harris comes so up you, at all this you year. You do think that. they will get to 70 players? I think they have a shot. I think they have a shot. I think there are, there are a good five or so players at AAA that we look at and be like, <laughs> those guys do have realistic shots at being at AAA. And then I think there's a few guys that we're not even considering that come up like a match former did at one point in time. Right. Or, yeah. like, or like Luke Farrell came up last week, got up kind of out of nowhere, uh, or at least just wasn't someone on the radar. I think there's I think there's a few guys that, that could come up over the last month to kind of surprise us. I mean, they got, they got the 60 already in five months. Why not get to another 10 in a month? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think it could happen. I think it's going to be high 60s. I don't know if they'll get to 70, but that, there have that, been guys called up that I have not even heard of. That should season. be the new March. Like I think we're all clear. The March, to, gonna sev- get to, the March to 70 is our yeah. new like, March I, to I 70 think, players. I yeah, think, I think we all agree players. 70 that, different players. That, they, that they can hit that eight wins and get above 63 wins. The March to 70 is kind of what I'm looking at. Can they, get, can they break their own major league record? And get to seventy players used this season. That's that's what I'm interested. Nick says in it's now. the march to sixty nine. He thinks sixty nine wins. Uh, and it does. I mean, it'd be really hard. Nice. I think even for this Cubs team, it would be very hard for them to go what worse than eight and thirty four. Would they have to go eight, eight and twenty four? Wait, eight and twenty four. Yeah, the rest of the way. Like if they I don't math, but well, just to meet considering they're twenty and seventeen in the second half. Considering they play 13 games against the Pirates and the Reds on their own. Including the, the Rockies, the month, too. The Rockies, the Marlins. Yeah. I think they have a shot. Or I think they have a shot at hitting eight wins this month. Yeah. I think I think they can. Yeah. I think I think they should and how's, be well past. How's the draft work again now? What's, what's the new rule with where you pick based on where you finish? It's like a lottery, kind of how the NBA does it. I don't, right, but it's like the... I think the top six teams have... The best, the best shot, but you can shot. still get it, right? Like even if yeah, well, it's, it's you like can still how, get the Derrick Rose. Yeah, as I'm saying, like the Bulls were had the lowest odds yeah. and got the first overall pick. I'm, I well, think anyone not in the no playoffs, at some point you have no shot. What is it? There it is. Yeah, anyone not in the playoffs has percent. Yeah, 
All 18 non-playoff clubs enter lottery for the top six picks. 0.23 if you're the ninth team. The, so the top three have the best odds. Four and five are above 10%. And then you just kind of get more minuscule and minuscule from there. So and you're Jim, telling me there's a chance. I mean, I, I'd like to finish in that top five and at least have a 10% chance. Well, it looks like, I think the last time I looked, and I haven't seen the updated yet, but the Cubs were like the nine. Lowest that, record in the majors, that, that, that so they're right sense. around that two point seven. Yeah, I see, mean, you don't want to screw around and and drop it below two percent. Saying Derek, I mean Derek was a one point seven percent when the Bulls won that lottery. It's one point seven percent. So if they get down to ten, you can still have some confidence. Like you've seen it happen before. <laughs> I genuinely don't done. care. Cody doesn't care. I, he says it, they can find him. Right? They will find someone in the first round. They don't miss in the first round very often. They will be fine. Miguel wants to know where to get your CHO sticker. That's, that's in the CHGO locker, isn't it? Can't you buy the stickers? Uh, I don't know if you can buy the stickers. I actually don't know. They usually come with merch, right? Or they yeah, have? It should be. I wanna, I'm going to check. That's, gonna a, check. that's a great question. We're going to look that into that. That is a good question. Michael Culotta, I would also like to go to the winter meetings. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so Ricketts can't hide. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ricketts will I be at the winter CHGO meetings personally. To go. That's funny. I think we'd all like to be at the at some of these off-season things that are going on. Maybe he's the the DOA, the Director of Accountability. Yeah. Oh, are you? I'm. I'm probably giving him a lot of credit. Of course, I'm probably is the DOB. The director. Of director of Buzzkill. Buzzkill. Yeah. You've yeah. done that a lot this year. What's Cody? Scott Cody. says Cody's. What? Were saying? I was just saying, Scott says the Cubs have the seventh worst record currently. There I don't know is. if that's so true. Seven. It's unfact check, but they're seven. There and everyone in the chat is telling me all of the Cubs' first-round busts, so thank you. <laughs> I didn't say that they were all perfect, guys. <laughs> I didn't say they were all perfect. They're coming after you. What would Cody well, they be? Were, they were saying nice things about me earlier, too. So what would Cody's Dom-like type name? Director of what? Probably the DOE, Director of Emotion. <laughs> All right. Director of Vibes. D-O-V. He's a doe. He's a doe. Yeah. Director of Pain. <laughs> there you go, I'm Director of her. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the DOP. I'm the D-O-V. Hey, you got new Jordans. I do. Director uh, of Shoes. These things fuck. Mm. Mm. Sorry for slandering. And, and by the way, we we know that those were, like, Special treatment you got for those. Oh, yeah. Sneakers Cody, Cody's got so many Jordans now that, like, Nike has called him up and identified him as a guy. <laughs> They've got to send stuff to him and be like, hey, uh, I, I think we can reel in Del Mendo with another three uh, Jordans. <laughs> I'm going to bring we, in my other we pair. We send him to tell him it's early access. <laughs> I'm going to bring in my other pair that I accidentally bought and give them to Steven, our other producer. He's producing the sock show. What size are you? 11 and a half. Nah, and he mind. just happens to be 11 and a half, too. Never mind. <laughs> I accidentally bought. Two pairs. DOB, yeah. director of bets. Should we talk about this game? <sighs> yeah, I didn't win a bet. Yeah, what did, so what did you – obviously, Little didn't have the debut, but that doesn't mean – it doesn't mean he's done. It doesn't mean they're not going to – they're going to leave him unprotected. Yeah. It doesn't mean that, like, simmer down. It was a tough like spot, to and then he didn't do well. More, a few uh, more yes. appearances, right? He's going to get a few it more, It was like sure. uh, when we talked about Assad yesterday. It's like two starts from Assad isn't going to – give me a, a a huge opinion on him just like one outing in a major league debut isn't going to give me a, a, a huge opinion on brendan little like okay so is it is it fair of fans and us and everybody cubs nation if you will uh to be debbie downer on little but then see estrada coming and be like that'll play like mm-hmm. it's the same sample size it right? is but you also know that Estrada's had a crazy amount of success this year. Yeah, I mean, he struck out, like, more than 40% of the guys yeah, in AAA. Exactly. Like, and that was in a very long – I mean, obviously, it's minor leagues. Yeah. A lot of he, – he's had more success in the minor leagues this year at three different levels than, um, you know, Brendan Little did. But I, I do see that point. It's like everyone's kind of fawning over Oh, yeah, everybody's excited. Uh, but I don't even know if it's, like, based on the results. It's just like this dude's pumping 98. He had a slider that got you know the guy got the first strikeout and just looked nasty. Maybe not even the results. Like if he gave him a couple hits, it's just like yeah, he's got some stuff. He's got some stuff, and I think that's I what you get excited about. I, I just think with Brennan Little, like this, 
if you if no one knows anything about this guy, they the, the Cubs tried to use him as a starter the first like two three years of his career, then got hurt, then had the twenty twenty pandemic. So Estrada well, was a starter too, I believe. Was he? Yeah, I okay. believe so. Well, but anyways, uh, little, I, I'm sorry, I interrupted. I think the little story. is twenty five, twenty six. But anyway, the point is, is that yeah, first round pick, he, they tried him as a starter, it wasn't working, and. Then they put him in the bullpen. He started having success. Last year, he had his best year at the minor league level. And this year, he, sh- he struggled to start. But in July and August, was really good. And that's how he earned this opportunity. One bad performance isn't going to tell me if he is a bum, like someone was telling you, Ryan, in your Twitter mm. mentions. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's, especially in this, in, in this scenario the Cubs are in, in terms of, exploring and the fact that there's so many games left still like you got to throw them back out there again there i mean why not i i I mean these two guys could be guys they you know keep around when rosters expand in a couple days from now like yeah i think estrada for sure i yeah now i will say that yeah estrada this the stuff looks awesome stuff folks (laughs) like sign me up like Pumping 98 and throwing 85 and getting some guy to look like he doesn't know what he's doing, swinging a bat. Like, that that will play. And, yeah, he has a lot of – like, the swing and miss is insane. 40% K rate at AAA or in the minor leagues this year in general. Like, that's that's great. So, like, I don't bl- – like, I'll get excited for it. <laughs> he's been doing it all year at the minor league level. And in the fact that, like, he's barely pitched at the minor league level because he had injuries – Injury history too. Yeah. So this year he's just been just go. It's insane. He was in South Bend and yeah. made it all the way up to the highest level. There's there's something to say about that. So his story is a lot different from Brennan Little, where you know he really struggled and he wasn't living up to first round pick potential. Estrada, sixth or seventh round pick. You know, a lot different. Same scenario. draft though, I think. Right? Same draft, yeah, yeah. Same draft, but I mean, that, and that's that just goes. With the draft, that's why I don't care who the Cubs get in the like the number pick in the first round. Like, what, what's it matter? That's <laughs> why when everyone was so up in arms about Kate Horton getting picked at seven, when some of these other guys were there, I was like, you're not gonna see anyone for a few years at least. Right. Like, geez. And Kate Horton's already ranked in the it top five bad. of the Cubs system. No, because everybody's yeah. a bust. Yeah, no. everyone. Listen, every, and while Cody and pick. Ryan are preaching the facts, stating the facts. We got Robbie trying to derail me yeah. on the chat. I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to get me off the rails because he knows he's it's a game that didn't matter to me. And he's he's talking about, she's trying do you to go to Dairy the- Queen? Do you get the dipped cone, Luke? Yeah, Those yeah. are the best. He's he's talking about how peanuts on the McDonald's Sunday are an underrated condiment. <laughs> and then people are saying it seems like the, uh, the gummies are kicking in, the edibles are kicking in. <laughs> yeah, no, Robbie's trying and to. And, yes, I do like to- a dipped cone at Dairy Queen. I don't do it as much as I used to. I I get the blizzard. We can't let him do it. I I get a blizzard almost all the time. And as a kid, it was the chocolate dipped cone. I get a a chocolate blizzard with M&M's in it. Very simple, but it's really good. I always just get the Oreo or M&M. I'm a a cookie dough blizzard guy. Or cookie dough, yeah. Although recently they had a mint brownie or something like that that was off the charts good. It was a couple months ago. And I had one. I was like, huh, that's pretty good. That'll do, donkey. Was like it was like a shamrock shake, yeah. but with brownie chunks in it. And that we was had pretty Culver's good. Culver's on Sunday on my way back from Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. guys, guys! The world's largest. The world's should. largest. We can't the let Ravi win. We have. You to see what he's done? Track. He's already won. We well, have. here's the here's the problem. You know, we, we were talking baseball, and this was before the game even ended. And then, I don't know if it was Stephen or Herb, but somebody made microwave popcorn, mm. and we were sitting on the couch, and the butter smell. Oh, yeah. It was just wafting across the CHGO studios, just like it, it was like it was like the uh, Woody Woodpecker cartoons where the the woman puts the pie in the window and the smell is going out the window. <laughs> I, I couldn't take it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't take it. And now he starts talking about ice cream. Not I'm this not gonna late, make Luke. It. Not this I'm late. not going to make it. Not this late. I better have a sip of water. Yeah. No calories there. <laughs> no calories. I had a we, there's a bunch of chips here. I had enough chips tonight too. And let me tell you, popcorn is one of my another one of my real troubles. Like I could eat popcorn all day. Garrett's popcorn is my favorite. 
Good stuff. Popcorn is great. Here's the problem. They did it right, and it's one of the greatest smells in the world. Fresh buttered popcorn. Oh. But if some idiot burns that microwave yeah. popcorn. It stinks at home. the whole Stinks thing the whole house the up for days. Day. Yep. Or the building or wherever. So yep. don't ever be that person. Don't ever burn the kernel. Set it. Listen to it. When it starts slowing down, just barely waste a few kernels. Do it for the rest of us. Yeah. Don't make the mistake and burn the popcorn and ruin everybody's day. <laughs> Nick G said, did Luke levitate and follow the smell of fresh popcorn? Pretty close. <laughs> almost. Pretty close. Almost. He almost does that anytime food's involved. Pretty uh, close. Okay, I guess we can talk about the Cubs. And the game. I well, guess. let's. why don't we get to who you got? Because that was, you know, one my of the more exciting things tonight. I lost track of what Nico was doing tonight. Uh, uh, my guy had four. two hits. And I won. So your what are the had, stats now, Cody? No, your guy had two hits but got my guy hit five thrown out stealing. My guy had five innings, one run, and retired eleven straight. Yeah, it doesn't. He kept the Cubs in it. He gave up an earned run? One. I gave up no earned runs with him. Four innings got nothing. And this was a two for <laughs> you four. Were in a year. What's better, batting five hundred or not a quality start? I honestly I rest my case. Honestly, well, you really am I, Kevin, am I wrong? You were What's was, better, betting, it, batting batting 500? It was more or like not getting a quality got, start. It was more like 250 cuz you got thrown out and caught stealing. And in this day and age, <laughs> five in, five innings, that's kind of like a quality. That's this like is, that's like this day and age is quality start. So then what's 2 for 4? 2 for 4 would be great if he didn't 2 get, for 4 is like Oh, if he didn't get he caught stealing. He made a bunch stealing. of catches. Day's age batting 700. If he didn't get caught stealing, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he made a bunch of catches. <laughs> we did have a couple comments in the chat earlier that agreed with me. They all thought Sale was safe at second. But because it was early in the game, that's why they didn't use the challenge. Half point, Kevin. But he was still <laughs> so technically Kevin out. Half. <laughs> Kevin gets a half. Wait, that's <laughs> my first win. Can we bookmark that? No, you, 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 have, you have a win in, in, in record. So if... If this is a half point, now was. you have 1.5 wins. Do, do I have a win? You do. No, you guys didn't let me pick steel that one well, time. There was another time. Oh, we, well, hey. We didn't let you pick steel because you came late. Yeah. Jack R has joined the so chat just time. in time to see me win who you got. What are the totals uh, now, Cody? So. Fill us in on right. the. Wait, hold on, hold okay. on. Okay. I Kevin. think I have, I, have take, I have taken myself out. I'm not even arguing. So I will say that I think Luke wins this one. And I will leave it up Thank to you, Kevin. Kevin. Luke wins this and, one. And but I, we and all I, split points. And yesterday. Cody, those are great shoes. Thank you. Luke Kevin, wins this no, one, but I'm, we all. I'm letting Kevin decide. We but I we can't both get it. Come on. If we, if we split it yesterday, we should both get it today. How many strikeouts does Stroman have tonight? I don't know. He's not a strikeout <laughs> pitcher, though. You know how many ground balls he had? By the way, he did exactly. What by he, the way, what while we're on it, I was floored. I had no idea that he has one complete game. In oh, his yeah. career, no, it's against was, the Cubs. One complete game shutout. Yeah. Yeah. I was stunned. All right, Stroman 14. went five innings, one earned run, two walks, one strikeout, three hits. Oh, well, look at this. Jack Carr on my side. Sean on my side. Cody on my side. All, all they care about is offense, man. No one cares about pitching these days. Uh, Corey Friedman already wanted well, to give me the Someone should have taken Estrada. I Corey wish I would have taken Estrada. always votes for you. <laughs> Yeah, I would have given it to Estrada. <laughs> Jack but, R says your your ace needs to go six at least. I mean, that would be a nice. This is, this is on a good team. That is true. This is a different on a season, man. That, but on a good team, that is he, true. He had eighty-eight pitches. I, Ravi, I, I would have been. A, I, I'm. I. I think that they should have at least let him go out there. But at the same time, so, the, you can also spin that into okay. He goes out there, gets one out, but then allows a hit. Then you bring in a reliever in a dirty inning, and then we've seen that blow up before. So like and the game I blew up know. anyway. Yeah, it eventually got blown yeah, up. Yeah, right. Like, a clean inning. Say it with any RBIs tonight. Nope. Yeah, I think I got to go Stroman, Luke. Oh, uh, yeah, but nobody Stroman. was asking you, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> no, Cody was. <laughs> just asked me. I told. I said <laughs> it. Kevin was deciding. Look at I, the chat. I said. Look at the chat. I Come on. Let's go. I, I, he pitched I in a losing effort. Luke, and then Ooh, Kevin, we got a, we got a Blue Jays fan was in the chat. The decision. Connor Pearson Ward. Yeah, a former a, a Blue Jays fan who likes Stroh. Well, he just said Stroh was great tonight. That's it. Thank you for hopping in the chat. This is cool. That was that was we nice. Don't, the only time we ever get a fan of a different team is that Listen, one guy Ravi called. says Luke won, and that's all I need. <laughs> Ravi, all right, you Ravi's take at it Dairy Queen now. He missed the game. You got to take it to a poll on Twitter then. I, or I'm we'll taking it both. to the chat. Who needs Twitter? Or we'll just both <laughs> get a point. Our, these are our people. This is the fam. Or we'll just both get a point. 
right. I think <laughs> I think that we count up all the people in the chat who say Luke or Ryan at at the end of the show, and then no, and then we say no, that's what I and whoever has the most, Debbie, whoever has no. the most wins. No, that's is your mom, Debbie, because Debbie's always yesterday's. On that's what yesterday I was yesterday. was much closer. Yesterday, all four of us no. were good yesterday. No, and yes. I said, I said, how about we let the because the whole chat was saying I won, and I said let's let the chat decide, and no one did it. No one yeah, did. It. Sounds no. like you're making enemies with Sean the chat. wants to rank ice cream we'll, shops. We'll, we'll, we'll split the point, Luke. We'll this is, no, this no, is no, no, no. The worst we do is take a full point each. What I'm saying, yeah. Nah, that's a cop out. I think one of you got. You can't do that two nights in a row. Right. That's a two for four. Batting. I'm not making the decision. Yeah, Kevin made the decision. Kevin already picked me. And and these weren't infield hits. These were legit base hits. Yeah, two of Magical's hits last night, Ryan. Thank you. Were were infield hits that he Thank beat you. out with speed. How can you how can you dismiss a I, guy beating out an If you want to go against the people baseball. in the chat, our family, I'll take a point. You guys went and against give you people, one too, but you guys went against our family yesterday, so I don't want to hear it. But I do have a proposition. Now that we're gonna our next who you got is gonna be on Thursday on September, there is no more sharing points. It's whoever you gotta pick one winner. There, however, so, there are nights where nobody wins. Look, Jack again, Luke won. Let it go. Thank you. Game over. Eh. Good call, guys. Sorry, Jack. Fine, whatever. Cody, what about your bets? I went 0-1 tonight, but that's all right. We're slamming Pittsburgh minus 7.5 on Thursday. We're going to make that money back. You're welcome. You can thank me in the chat Thursday or Friday when we do uh, pregame. I made that bet on PointsBet, guys. Nice. Yeah, it's my favorite app. Me too. PointsBet Sportsbook is counting down the days until football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. From now until September 8th, PointsBet Power Hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Sign up for PointsBet now using code CHGO to also get risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not it. If you make a $51 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Download the the PointsBet app today and use code CHGO to take advantage of this limited time offer. Don't just bet, live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling or referral services. Those shirts, those shirts are awesome. The shirts the, bang. The QB1. They QB1. slap. Yeah, the new, the new Justin Fields shirt. They slap for sure. They do definitely slap, bang, fuck. They do it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm buying that one. That one's sweet. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just in time for Bears. Yeah, that's true. Our next partner is a product I use literally every day. Started taking AG1 because I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for over six months, and I love it. It doesn't taste like super healthy. It's kind of mild, a tropical taste. So I look forward to Hmm. taking it in the morning. Here's what this stuff is. A scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, all to start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. It'll make you better at who you got. I get a noticeable (laughs) boost of energy, so I take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, and bingo, there I go. Lifestyle friendly, too. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, you're safe and all good with AG1. You're investing in -in all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than 3 bucks a day, recommended by professional athletes more than 7,000 five-star reviews right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free that's right a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five five free travel packs not four not three five not two not three all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Two things. Yes. Ravi says, this guy reading that ad like a pro. Shout out to Maverick. <laughs> he kind of is. Or Steve or Luke, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. And then the other thing Point is. Point Maverick. The other thing <laughs> is that Debbie says she's riding with me on Pittsburgh minus seven and a half. And I. With no Kenny Pickett. I love that. That's okay because West Virginia's D 
defense is basically a bunch of dudes who've never played or started, and Pittsburgh's entire offense is basically is basically back except for Pickett. So, I I I. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about Pittsburgh minus seven and a half. <laughs> Robbie said he didn't realize it was an ad until ten seconds ago. <laughs> it was a testimony, is what it was. It's a testimonial. That's Robbie ha- might have the most vibes of anyone oh, in the yeah. chat. Like this guy, like he is, Robbie, come up. He, he's just he, he just I don't know how to say. He's just he's vibing. He's vibing. Doesn't matter. I just assume he's you know getting that good. Uh, Making making the stops at the uh, you know at the what are those shops called dispensary the dispensary thank you I couldn't think of the word <laughs> he's making the stops there weekly and uh, hey man do what you got to do hey man our DOD so. tuning in with a Ricketts putting in new bathrooms in Iowa breaking nice. news <laughs> in Iowa Direc- director of Downer there he is <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to talk about a couple guys. Had good games today and, you know, could be contributors for this team next year. Okay. Christopher Morrell and Nick Madrigal. Morrell, obviously the homer. And the sing- was it a single or a double right there late in the game? That um, Christopher Morrell, yeah, two I'm hits. I mean, yeah, I would assume double. they're both contributors next year unless they're traded. Yeah, that's what right? I'm saying. Like, I mean, unless their Cubs make some deal and have to throw them in. They're, yeah, yeah. Some they're deal, players huh? next year. Well, mm-hmm. and then, like you said, with, with Morale, mm-hmm. he was an 0 for 18 streak, yeah. uh, 0 for 18 stretch yeah. um, before that home run. Um, obviously broke out of it in a good way. It's like it, with a rookie, you're going to see the ups and downs, the kind of thing, and that's okay. But you obviously like to see him have a kind of game like this when he's in, in the middle of a stretch like that. And on the other side, Madrigal, his defense was really good today. And I think it, like – both of I mean, that one, I don't remember what inning it was, but we all kind of sat up. Like, that might actually be his best play of the season. And he hasn't made any errors this year. Like, kind of an underrated glove at second base. Hasn't made any errors. I mean, he's not, like, crazy outs above average kind of thing. But that, I mean, th- there was a few plays where we're like, okay, like, there's there's, there's a decent, you know, there's a, a steady glove there, like a, a solid mm, above average glove, I think. Yeah. I think. And not going to be elite gold glove or anything, but – Somebody to throw there in second base and trust to make the plays he, he should make. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had a great game. Uh, and I, like I've said all month, I, you know, I just need to see more from him. And I, you know, I think this offseason, if there's any player on this team that if a huge offseason of, you know, just work or training and working on what they need to do to get better – like it, Nick Madrigal might be top three in that list, in my opinion, for for him to really live up to being drafted fourth overall in the 2018 draft. And, you know, if he wants to play second base every single day, there, this offseason is huge for him. And I say that because last offseason he spent it rehabbing. Rehabbing not with the team. Yeah. Because of the lockout. Exactly. So, like, this this offseason will be huge for him if he's going to be playing second base for the Cubs next year. And I'm not against it. I'm also not against, you know, getting someone else who has already proven to be very good at that. So See, that's the trick with him. By the way, uh, Miguel just bought the QB1 shirt. Thank you. Let's go, nice. Miguel. Shout out to Miguel. Look at that cross advertising. Do you think this is the, a, a fair statement? I think Madrigal has become – the most hot button player on the Cubs. People either love him or hate him. Madrigal, people, yeah, yeah, Madrigal. I'm sorry, Madrigal is <laughs> the guy that people have either thrown in there, like he's he's never going to be anything, or people are starting to say, "There is no." What about around. this guy, Madrigal? Yeah. I, I'm like, I think I I think it's starting to get more towards the middle than it was like early in the season. Yeah, but I, who did I just see? I, Charlie says I'll take anything for Madrigal. Yeah. There, there's still people that do there, not there think he's worth anything. Yeah, I think it, I think it was more pronounced early in the season because he was either struggling or hurt, and there were people that were like, "It's over, it's done, get him away." And there was others like, "Like, dude, he's been hurt. He's played 30 games after like when they were already 100 games into the season." Like, I think those those two sides were more divided. I think, and maybe and then Twitter is just the worst place to even like try to 
kind of look at that, but it feels like more more often it's getting more towards middle ground than it was before. I think it's still divided, and there's definitely still people on both sides, but it's like, I don't know. I, I think more people are willing to give him a chance now that he's healthy and has had a good month. Um, well, and I'm at, it like, just has performed better. Like I said, I you know to see him playing as well as he has, it's it, it's still not enough for me to say that he's untouchable or anything like that, no. or like oh, the, no. or no that the is. Cubs should no. not like. It's not that it's it's not that he should be blocking signing someone like Carlos Correa if he opts out, or Xander Bogarts if he opts no. out with the Red Sox. Like they, it's not to that level, but it is encouraging to see him play well because. He has so many years of control, and he's still young. There's there's value there. So if he does continue to play well through the re- end of the year, that does increase his value a little bit if the Cubs did want to flip him. But I'm also not against keeping him either. You know what I mean? So that's, that's – I, I guess I would be more in the middle. But, yeah, at the beginning of the year, people were – like before he even played a game yeah. in a Cubs uniform, people were already done with him. Part of it is that he came from the White Sox. That was. I don't even think it's that. I just think they listened. I think they listened to. They don't want the trades with the Sox to work. I don't think it helped. It definitely didn't help. But like all people were saying when that trade happened is like, oh, Madrigal's a slap hitter and he's a a poor man's Ryan Terrio, which is a freaking like slap in the face of Ryan Terrio. He was a good player. And until, until he, he said he was on the right side of the rivalry, and, and, and then the not, then he Cardinals. lost all Cubs fans forever. Yeah, yeah. The but, riot was very popular. Oh, right. he wasn't until that comment. Yeah, right. He was. Yeah, but and what was he supposed again? To say, like whatever. Like they, <laughs> like they don't. Those guys in the other studio don't miss that guy. And like a lot of, I think a lot of Cubs fans just kind of listened to that and were like, "Well, if they don't even miss him, why should we even get up for him?" So, you know. I do think that they could use a guy like him right I, now. And but. I think it's kind of what we talked about not too long ago. It's We keep coming back to the Cubs going after one of these shortstops that are going to be mm-hmm. on. They get one of them. If they, can, if they can convince him or, you know, they move Nico to third base, that lets those two play on the left side, lets, lets Nick, um, you know, take over second base and rotate it kind of that way. If they end up letting whoever it is play shortstop, Nico play second, yeah, that, you know, that doesn't give Nico an everyday position. He can still DH. He can still rotate in at second base when uh, you know one of those other two guys needs to. Like, there's room to play around with how they use Madrigal, but I think he's like starting to look more like starting to look more like a player they can depend on to be productive next year. He's not going to be yeah. an if all-star if he's the guy that we've seen since returning from injury. He's at the very least. A guy that you, a utility guy that you can use on a really good team. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there would be a spot for that guy to be your backup shortstop, second baseman. Now, I would if he had a little more versatility defensively, he would increase that stock even more. Absolutely, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Maybe incre- he's got in the offseason. Maybe like hit the weight room a little bit, get your arm a little bit stronger because he that's, can't really. Play I just don't want him to get hurt. Field. Like, I, don't lose right. your flexibility. I mean, he, he's. There's some plays where you see him trying to struggle and throw the ball to first base, though, right. deep in the hole at second. So That's kind of right. my thing is, like, that, again, with him this offseason, it will be huge for him in terms of just getting better. <laughs> yeah. So And it's, it's just it really has been, and he said it, and I think everyone's kind of, like, thought the same thing or anyone that thinks about it rationally is, like, this whole season has been, like, yeah, the, the beginning of the season was bad, but he was also – playing his first baseball in, like, 10 months when the season started since the hamstring injury. And then he got hurt after the first month of the season. Or, yeah, a few weeks into the season, got hurt. Came back for a little bit. Got hurt again. Yeah. And then was this out for over the first, a month. This may be the first he's 100%. Yeah, since yeah. he came back. And he has said, and actually wrote, a, I wrote a feature on Madrigal on oh, allchgo.com. Mm. Is that a called, freebie or it is, is it a, locked? It is a freebie, but Ooh. if you want more, not everything's going to be a freebie. Yeah, so Not everything in life is free. Subscribe. Subscribe to allchgo.com. But, you know, there was a comment in there that, that he has said. He's like, I feel really – like it's – yeah, basically I feel really good. You know, I've talked to doctors, and, and they've told me that, you know, I may never feel 100% again. But, like, at least he's at the point where he's not thinking about it. And it's like the play that he got hurt on when he was in the Sox was a, was an infield ground at a third base, you know, trying to beat that out. Kind of like what he did yesterday with the Blue Jays, right? Right. 
but then there was that one against the Brewers that I there's a video that I put in the in the in the story. But then the the infield hits against the Blue Jays, like you see him not really <laughs> having any kind of fear. Oh, Robbie! Oh my God, Robbie! If uh, Madrigal combined with his contact with some PEDs, <laughs> he'd hit 30 homers. Oh, God. Uh, okay, Hell Robbie. yeah. I That's what I, we've <laughs> seen that guy, and I know the name, but I'm not going to say it. I forgot where I was. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Oh, I don't know. His yeah. doctors told him he's never gonna, well, he might not ever feel like he's 100%, but at least he knows what that level is, and he's not worried about yeah, he, he, himself. He trusts his body enough that he could do those. He can make those same plays that he got hurt on without having to worry about it, I think. I think he's at that point, which is like, the first time it seems like the first time he's felt that way this season right and if he can have a really good september to beginning of august like that gives you a, that gives you a lot of confidence in him as far as just just being a guy you can you can be okay with throwing out at second base next year and, and letting him continue to develop i think i think that's what you want is like worst case scenario you don't sign one of those short stops but you have a guy like nick madrigal who has a good end of the year and then you kind of see what he could do in a full healthy year. What if what if they did sign Correa? He's your third baseman. Nico's at short. Madrigal's at second. We'll figure out first because I don't think they're going to fix third and first no. in one Patch year. Patrick Mervis, baby. Probably could Patrick be Mervis coming up. Could be Mervis coming up, and you just don't know could how be. that'll work out. But you hope it's good. The other guy that you know, I would have. I wasn't sure what to think. It would be. Brennan, be, da- Brennan Davis made it, yeah. went back to Iowa. So he's yes. he's done his rehab in South Bend. First came back, boom, home run. Love to see it. So now, now also first base, if he was nervous their, and wisdom. If he was their top prospect, now could Brennan Davis be your center fielder very early in the season next year? Have, have you figured out center field, or at least you know two of the outfield spots? Brennan, maybe Brennan three. Davis could. <laughs> Don't take this too literally, but Brennan Davis could be playing center field for the Cubs right now, and I think all of us would be okay with it. Well, he's, you know, we're excited to see what potential, we're like play Velasquez, see what you all got. I'm the guy's saying got power. Is, is that there's but no as far one as prospects him. go, Brennan yeah. Davis is a way bigger prospect than right. Velasquez. And yeah. I'm just saying that no one is blocking Brennan Davis. I think that if he does play well in Iowa the rest of the year of however many games they got there, and if they do perhaps send him to the Arizona Fall League to get more bats then, and then has a good spring, mm-hmm. then, yeah, what, would, what should stop the Cubs from letting this guy man center field start 2023? Yeah. You think they'll send us to the Arizona Fall League? I, I, that's, an, that's another one. Miguel, maybe maybe at least Ryan because, there, um, yeah, we just uh, – Mark Gonzalez broke that, that yeah. Miguel Amaya is going to be there. Brendan Davis is there. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen that. Uh, I, I know, I mean, I, I know I Jared Banners talked about it. Uh, about that being a possibility, I think Jed or Carter and or, and or Carter have also talked about that. And um, actually, uh, Lance Brzezowski, when Marquis kind of does a lot of the prospect stuff and the data, you know, the pitching, he's kind of like Brendan. But mm-hmm. it was funny actually on uh, Corey and Brendan's show, maybe on Sunday, <laughs> Corey said that Lance is like Brendan on steroids, not like literally, right, physically, right. but mm-hmm. like as far as what he does. Nobody's um, ever accused Brendan of taking steroids. <laughs> he definitely no. doesn't look like he's used steroids. No, but it was like <laughs> AG one maybe. He had a whatever he had a, he's using for his hair though. Oh, he had well, an interview well. with um, Lance had an interview with Brendan Davis. Um, I think South Bend might have been in Michigan or something. Mm-hmm, yeah, he's the week. Whitecaps. I think um, I saw he that. sat down with him and, and mentioned one of the things that got mentioned was the Arizona Fall League, and Brennan said something along the lines of, like that would be a good opportunity to kind of make up some of the at bats that I've missed this year as far as developing um you know keeping you know getting back in a, in a good rhythm and just yeah again just just hitting just hitting for another month or so after missing 3 or whatever it ends up being by the time what, what was it like two and a half something like that I think it was like no it's, it's 3 right in early May mid May is the last time he played and he got, yeah so it's been about 3 months Right. Um, so, yeah, so at least you get him like a month or so back from that if he goes to the Arizona Fall League. I, I mean, I could see it happening. I definitely can. I, I don't see why they wouldn't if they want to get him those that bad. You they think Alzali like will be it. there? Could it be Brennan Davis, Alzali, Amaya? I don't know about Alzali. I don't think I also, I'm really. not sure, like, how many players can they send? Him? I don't know. 
That's right, I'm not sure how many for players they can send either because they could send PCA as well. <laughs> I think he's proven everything he needs to prove, right? Yeah, like, I just think. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying that, like, I think if, if he just gets the at-bats that, that he really missed out on over the ni- next month, if he, like, destroys Iowa. I mean, he hit a homer tonight, right? Like, if he just keeps going now the rest of the month, then – Maybe it's enough to where you don't really feel like you need to send them, and you can send someone else. Each Major League Baseball team sends six top prospects to the Arizona Fall League. I don't think Alzelay is considered a prospect. Yeah, Alzelay is not going to go. So the Cubs are going to be so able to send six guys? Six guys. So That's what this about on Arizona Fall League on MLB.com. Okay. This is what I Googled. All right. Um, well, PCA, Brennan Davis. Um... Amaya. Amaya, we know. Yeah. Maybe That'd Wicks. Be an, I mean, interesting, be an interesting group to see. Wicks yeah. or Killian again? Send Killian again. He was there last uh, year. Maybe not Killian. A lot of times yeah. it's guys Wesnesky. that didn't get enough. Something derailed part of their season, and you want to get them the extra bats or the ex- Fair. But, uh, so that's why, that's, fair. that's why Davis and Amaya are two. Yeah. Well, anyways, we'll see. <laughs> uh, have I told you guys about Owen? I don't know. Have you? Stands for only what you need. It's a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you the nutrition that works as hard as you do. All of their products, are you ready for this? Free of artificial ingredients. Allergen-friendly. No gluten. No dairy. Easily digestible. I first heard about it when I found out that, that's right, Justin Fields, QB1, the guy we have the sweet jersey, the sweet swag, he follows that plant-based diet. He does. How is he going to turn into the best quarterback in the NFL? Well, he started with Owen, only what you need. And right now, Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. The code CHGO20. Join me, Justin Fields. Try Owen, only what you need. By the way, and apparently I, magical. I heard to Robbie. that the Bears' oh, wow. line was dropped to oh, wow. six wins now at Caesars. Mm. They clearly don't know that Justin Fields has taken the Owen. Yeah. Every day. Only what you need. Plant-based. Ravi says Magical also drinks Owen. That's right. I so, cannot that's right. confirm. Or well, he started that. drinking it just recently, well, like uh, four or five weeks what, ago. What is it that Luke always says? Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Get in the way of a good that's story. Fair. Yeah. You're right. Number one rule of journalism. What's just like, <laughs> what's just speaking into existence? <laughs> Ryan, shoot him a text and ask. Oh, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss some more. There you go. At Wrigley. Yeah. Uh, all right. See, did how, you guys, see how it goes. Did you guys see that the – it was a Texas League game, I believe, Round Rock and Oklahoma City. They did the ABS challenge system. So it's basically the strike zone system. It's not being used everywhere. They're going to use it a little bit here the rest of the season. And teams have three challenges on balls and strikes called. It's oh, not yeah, it's not it's not a manager that makes the call. It has to be the players on the field and it has to be immediate. And then it goes so to a quick review and then they video. tell the umpire, "Nope, it was a strike." So you get 3 of them and just like a regular challenge is now. If you're right, you don't waste it. If you're wrong, you lose yeah. it. So I do find so, it interesting because they won't have, like, replay or anything like that. Yeah. It has to be based off their eye, right? Like, if it's the player. Yeah, the, the player's just going by – yeah, they're yeah. not going to have somebody, like – they can't get it from the dugout, like, check that, check that, check that. Right. It's got to be the player. And yeah. so here's the – this is one of the problems with it. Your Players are all going to want to use it. They're going to want to be the guy to save their at-bat. Yeah. That's true, so my even so – but realistically, you only get three of them, though, right? You only get three of them, and you have yeah. to be right to keep them. Yeah. My Listen, suggestion as a friend. Like yeah, that, if, if as long I think you don't if you don't lose it, you just keep them. So if you you use all three and you win them all, then you really have six, and then you can go to nine. You just keep going. That, until I mean, you that's lose them? that's my understanding of what that's I what read. It, that's what it looks like. Now, from what I'm saying, you have to be sure you don't have the guy who thinks he's always right. That's number one. Yeah. But if you have somebody like Joey Votto on your team comes pretty valuable somebody that say a Suzuki knows knows the strike zone pretty well yeah like last night's game that umpire setting up on the inside he called a strike the umpire in the Cubs Blue Jays game he called that inside strike that was off by like four inches it had to be a dozen times 
Yeah. They, they made a point of it. Even the broadcasts are like, that's JD was like, that's not even close. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's sitting to the right-handed batter side of the catcher. And the angle he's looking at is not straight on. So in that case, you can make a difference. If I right. were an organization though, my philosophy would be, we're not using that unless it's strike three. Yeah. You only got three of them. We're not using it unless it's strike three. And you better be sure. You better be sure, yeah. I like it. You know, Jack R is in the comments. He says that he doesn't like it. I think that I, I think all three of us, or at least me and Luke, for sure, because Ryan has to be more objective than anything. That way the MLB doesn't come after him. Um, but me, I, I, me and Luke have been – I'm pretty sure we're both on the same line of we need some robot umpires. So – uh, oh, I mean, I just disagree that because I like the human error aspect. That's of what Jack R is saying, too. He's like, I, umps make bad I calls, but I th- they, I they are good at their job. In general, they are good. Other, There's one or two guys that are there's one clearly guys, not good. There's one or two guys that are really bad, and then just on the average umpire, the mistakes, the fewer <sighs> mistakes they make are the ones that get talked about than the calls they get right. That's just how it works. I think this is a good way of, like, <laughs> Charlie, thank aiding you. that, about, about limiting the – Limiting the human error as much as possible, yeah. I, and I'm I'm like, I'm conf- I, I'm trying to figure out because if you can just keep recycling challenges, then that makes it a little bit there. Because I was like I was like comparing it to like giving giving the power to the player to do that is kind of risky. Because like look at basketball, but they want to make it faster. Well, That's why they're doing it. Well, they don't want the. Hold on a second. We're looking at that pitch. Yeah, but that's right? what, what I'm saying is look at basketball, and they have, like, replay review <laughs> stuff now, and you will get to, like, midway through the first quarter. Yeah, no foul. There'll be a foul. No foul. No foul. There'll be a foul, and you'll em. see whoever it was, like, telling them to relook at it. It's like, why would I use the challenge in the middle of the first quarter? Well, that's what I'm saying. It was saying. the same it- thing with Saya in the, was the first inning, I think, or second inning it was, when the slide who, like, we were kind of looking at it could have been, been overturned. But it was also the second inning, and would that have, like, you lose that one, then you lose your challenge for the rest of the game. It's like that might not be a spot you want to take it in. If if it's not it, – if, the way it's explained, it, can, it seemed like it can be unlimited challenges until you lose three, which is weird. It, to me, if you're going to do it, just give each team three challenges and let them yeah. use it, and that's it. Right or yeah. wrong, you use it. Exactly, and that's – And then and make that, it fast. And if that's the case – sounds like they're trying to do. If that's the case, putting it in the – Play, giving the players the power to do that is going to be risky because they might call it. They might one hitter might call it in like the first inning every time to make sure he's not like striking out or something, I and then you lose him. Like that's that is a risky proposition. But I mean, there have been know. some bad calls, and I don't like seeing that, and that bothers me. At the same time, it is part of what makes being a baseball fan fun: being able to scream about a bad call or. You don't want it against your team, but there is something for the human element to what it. Is Although, I thought that about tennis, and then they put in the little chime, and they go to the review, and, it, you know, if the serve was out, the baseline shot was out, it's better. What has Theo Epstein it. said multiple times over the last couple of months when he's done media interviews? He's trying to find a way to make the game more accessible to hitters because pitchers have such an upper hand right now. Yeah. And I think that this is a big point of MLB trying to even the playing field. This is why they're talking well, about the no, shift. Because pitchers and catchers can do it too. They, they can, can challenge. argue the calls. Yeah, it's a pitcher, catcher, and the hitter that it's, can, it's, that can you challenge the call. have to be on the field to challenge the call. It's pitcher, catcher, and hitter from what and I can And it cannot come from the dugout. Team. But either way, the hitter right? still gets an opportunity to change things yeah, around. So it kind of pushes it forward. For sure, the, but, but it can pit, work in either way. But a it, pitcher it that thinks he should have rung a guy up on a call yeah. can also quickly yeah. say, no, 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 check that. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to hide the logo. No free ads on here, Kevin. Yeah, you're doing an okay job. I guess De- Debbie I, says I, she doesn't want bad calls. LOL. You do if they're working in your favor. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that cheap strikeout every once in a while. I feel like I I lose years off my life every year watching these <laughs> these umpires. Angel Hernandez is definitely like I'm gonna die five years earlier. Thanks, Angel Angel Hernandez. So that's where I stand on it. I think this is good. So that's right. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think this is bad. I think this is helpful. I just don't think going full robot ums is 
I, that, I just don't think that's baseball anymore. Well, this is really. like no, they this have, is, it has to be droids. If you're going to do what I've said, it has I want, to be I like want, actual robots. I want R two D two behind yeah, the plate. That's, what I, that's what's going to happen. This is a version of it, though, and that's that's I'm I'm saying that this is basically what robot umps are. What this potentially could be. From what a lot of people want is just like an AI system calling balls and strikes, like telling you was it a strike or was it a ball. Like yeah, computerized based, system. Yeah, computerized system based on what stadium yells out. Steve, right one. Yeah, like that's that's not baseball. I want to have an umpire. If you have the ability to review a call, I'm for it. But I want. I think. I think having that human element is. Just kind of makes baseball what what it is. Yeah. So you put in the robots, and you're just going to have what the home plate umpire just stand behind the catcher all game and just look like this. Well, no. At that point, at that point is when the R two D two comes in. That's where R two D two calls there. at the plate, though. Still got to have a guy back there to make calls at the plate. I think R two D two can make, uh, can can call a play. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> have you seen Star Wars? R two D two runs the he's, show. He's pretty smart. C three PO is the one that's the mess. Uh, anyways, I, I'm I'm okay with it. I. I, first of all, I'm okay with them trying it at the minor league level to see what it's like. That's the place to yeah. do it. All of this stuff, go ahead and 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 so I think it was Robbie said he doesn't like the starting the runner at second base. I do in the regular season because it's just like one game out of 162 for the most part. I don't know if it speeds it up though. Like the idea was to speed it up, but it seems like it just extends like another inning of everybody scoring one run. It's all. It's okay. I. It's not gonna. It's not gonna ruin it for me. I don't know. But I, it's. I don't. I won't say I love it. Let's put it that way. Sign me up. I'm in. For robot umps and <laughs> yep. runner at second. No, not runner at second. Re- remove that shit. But sign me up for anything to get these calls right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not with shit, you on that shit's one. Shit's ridiculous. I'm not with you. That's two days we've disagreed on something. Good. Let's continue yeah, to disagree. We'll do. I'd also first. like to shout out everyone who's been supporting me on the internet today. Thank you. Have you got a lot of support on the internet? I have today? been. Yeah, some people actually have tweeted at me and told me that uh, that they that they're on my side. So for the for our Otani discussion last night, nobody's yeah. not on your side. Yeah. Say what? I'm. No, nobody's not. On your nobody's side. not on your side. We love you. We support you. No, no, no it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Just my take. My take on the on. on Cody, do you need Otani a hug? Trade. Ryan, hug him. No, no, Ryan, don't we'll, hug, we'll hug you off. <laughs> I'll don't hug, we'll don't do hug the, me with this camera. Girl. I do totally like the, the understand. Morel, Contreras I totally understand what you're today. saying. I just don't think that scenario plays out, but no. that doesn't mean it's totally unrealistic. Well, you guys were reacting like it was totally unrealistic last uh, night. And listen, if I put in my mind, if I'm putting a percentage on it, I would say that's less than five percent. But yes. but I can see I can see what you're. You do have. You have reasonable. You have reasonable thoughts for wanting to go that way. Like, it's, it's not insane what you're saying. I still think it, that doesn't make it any less unlikely to me. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think a team would still, still push for Nico, and if they didn't get Nico, another team would be able to give, would be willing yeah. to give their Nico. And, like I, like, I remember you did make one point where you're like, even if they did include Nico, that may not be the best offer that the Angels would get, and that's, I and think, that's what we're proving saying. our point is, like, so then how would it make sense that you wouldn't need to give up Nico to give him if having Nico in that I'm, deal isn't – still isn't enough to get him? See, that's just, that was kind of, like, a weird I, – I said that because we just genuinely don't know what his market is. Yeah, well, that's – we, we don't. We're saying in our mind. But is, it's, it's good, whatever it is, right? Like, we can agree he's – Yeah. He's I just don't very think – Very unique. When you look yes. at the trade that Juan Soto – got like what the Nationals got for Juan Soto they got five guys all guys who had never played the major league level except for one and that was literally for what a month or two half season whatever like to to just assume that we'd have to throw in a guy who's been at the major leagues for a few years now and wasn't a snub all-star like for for a guy who has one year left and on a team that the owner has already said that he's considering selling and like it's like it's it's like Nationals all over again, except with less years of control. To me, it's like there's more pressure on the Angels, in my opinion, to move Otani to to get any high value. And I just don't know if teams are going to go as far as what the Padres did for Juan Soto when they can simply just pay him after one year. But that's what we're saying is there will be a team that does it. 
and the other teams will feel well, yeah, will regret there, not there doing will be it. a team if that happens. Yes. I just at this point here on August 30th at 10 17 p.m., there's, there's no rumor of a team actually out there to do that. No, well, it's also but Debbie can't start trading for like another three and months. Debbie's agreeing with you too. She's saying you wouldn't get that for a rental. I just I don't believe there's any scenario yeah. where a team and that's trades for him. Agree. Unless they get the extension. That's what like, we all agreed on. It like, will be a sign and trade. Somebody will give him a big yep. deal and then trade him yep. to the yep. other that's team. That's what and we all agree the on. The Angels are hoping that, that Otani will be willing to do that because if not, then right. they really won't yeah. get the thing, that, then they're like, in tr- the, the, the kind of deal they want, and then they really will be forced to trade him for something that is significantly not what he is worth because they just have to get something back for him. And that's kind of like where I'm coming at. And I didn't even mention last night that he's going to be 29 in July next year. It's not like he's 23 like Juan Soto is. Like I, and he has injury history. So, like, all of that kind of adds up in my head. Not saying that him as a player is not worth giving whatever up, but to give up five, five guys for a guy with one year left, has injury history, and all of that, like, you're, you drag you're giving me to 10 to 15%. You're giving up five for two, though, is really what it is. Five for two in one roster yeah. spot. You really are. I would be all for doing all of that if he had multiple years of control, if not just he, one. I, yeah. I'm saying and younger. I, I think the Cubs should 100% do it if they can lock down a contract extension. Yes. If they know that that's yes. happening, then you go for it because that's We will learn if thing. Otani wants to sign a contract yeah. extension this winter. That's what we're going to figure and out. And if he doesn't, then no one's going to trade for him or the Angels will just move him because they absolutely have to. Right. And, and Sean is agreeing with you but also agreeing with us in that he's saying, well, no, he's not going to get as much because there's one year left and he's an older player. And, again, I'm saying the one year left is not a factor because nobody's going to trade for him unless they get the big deal. Cody's saying – well, if that's the case and he's not willing to take the deal and they're forced to trade him with one year left, then his value shrinks. Yeah. I think that's... But gen- some team would... I do think even if that were the case, some team like the Yankees going into the postseason trying to win the World Series and they're like, we could add Otani to our rotation and our lineup even if it is for one year. Yeah. We, our, our farm system's so good, the Dodgers... Yeah, I just we go for it. Yeah. I guess the only thing that's kind of like that whole like quote unquote narrative of like oh the Dodgers, the Yankees, whatever. Like the fact that they weren't even the finalists for Juan Soto. Like what's what's different about Otani except for the fact that he can do both, but like is six years older. Like I, I just well, I could I see them doing it. I could see them do it, but like if they weren't going to be in for whatever for Juan Soto. I guess the Dodgers were a finalist, but they didn't go the extra mile to try and get him. Maybe the Padres had the better prospects. I don't know. Whatever. I also think but. I've seen I've seen four years, two hundred million for Otani as an extension. Yeah, like I've heard, seen that I've, thrown out yeah. there. In four years, he's not going to have aged very much. He'll still be back end of his prime as a All Star pitcher and an All Star hitter. Maybe even levels higher than that. Again, I would trade. I don't think the age. I don't think the age should really. They're not have that in position. Just like Soto, they are not in position to give away all of their prospects. No. And so again, that would lead me towards well, they're going to want somebody off the major league roster, but maybe maybe it's. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe 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 I it's Steele and Keegan I, and Morell. I, I I just don't. I, I wouldn't think that I'm would be enough even, to get him. I just think that if. I think the Cubs have the farm system depth to where they could really make a deal really nice and then throw in a whether it's a steal or if it is Nico, fine, whatever, I'll take my L. But like I'm just saying that like <laughs> I don't think they have to send multiple major league players for for Otani. I'm not even saying I think the Cubs will do it. No, like I think they should be in. It. They should. They well, should be in. I, the top I think of the every list. team should at least be interested. Again, it's like where you should. You have to either either answer the phone or make that call. Like you have to check in. And I remember. I think. I think Jed and I don't remember if they did say that they had checked in. Well, they did. They kind of checked in with every. You know, all twenty nine teams is what I know. Carter had said that at the trade deadline, which kind of revolved around a Juan Soto talk. If, if you, you have to be, you have to check in. On Shohei Otani and see what it see what it would take. 
I will say this: if Nico is involved, I, then I don't think you have to include as many prospects. Correct. Yeah. That, that's, so that's, that's what like, we're saying. That's, that's the first thing I said: is if if you trade Nico, then you don't have to be including PCA and Brennan and Trianto. Like you don't have to go down the list. But if you don't, then then you don't have to deplete your farm system. You do have to lose your best player on your team currently, who's young. But at least you wouldn't totally deplete the farm system if you the believe the way in those that guys. I look at it is I would rather them move the prospects before Nico because I think the organizational depth on the farm is better and that they can afford to move things like that and still be able to put a competitive team out there with Otani and Nico Horner next year if that were to play out. Well, that, so his age, to what you're saying, his age would agree with that comment too like if you're trying to win in a four-year window with Otani on a 200 million dollar contract the best way to do that would be also to have Nico on the roster because some of those prospects will not be able to get up there fast enough to become major leaguers contribute right away so in that way that that is true too yeah like obviously having the Nico and Otani get you closer to being a very competitive team right then than the other way around. But, yeah, other teams, they – I just – I wish I just knew the market. I wish I knew the market. Everyone yeah, wants I, to assume that it's going to cost this and this and this and this. That's the one and thing I, is, like, I we just, haven't seen anything yeah. realistically thrown And out. I Even know – the trade deadline. Like, did well, we, at, at the deadline, what, the, the White Sox called or whatever? <laughs> and then, like, you know, was, Sean was telling me this stuff on the bet show today. Good. I'm like – the attempted trade uh, graphic. Will how much will that? I tried to t- trade them, Patrick Wilson. How much will the team will that right quote unquote trade? If it would, if if even if they actually tried, I don't know if they're just doing that for PR. <laughs> how much of that trade? Attempted like, trade. It, it, attempted trade. How much does does that matter in this winter, after the season? Now, with only one year left control, like I said, like I keep saying, like I. I, I think that's a significant difference because it, at least if they would have moved him at the deadline, I think there's more leverage there because teams are like, they get desperate. Like the Padres, I mean, I don't think the Padres got desperate. I think they just said that we're going to go get a guy that we can extend long-term and is 23, generational talent, blah, blah, blah. They had the prospects, made sense. But, you know, things things like that, I think. I think, it, I think more teams are more willing to give up on their farm pieces at the deadline than they are in the winter. Let's leave it at that. Uh, the Sox attempted to trade, and we attempted not to suck tonight. Cubs, however, did lose 5-3. to three. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast. Uh, we are not doing one tomorrow. It would be Brendan and Corey with a series recap for you. Are live? Then, yeah, they'll be there. Okay. And then Thursday, we'll be back doing the full, the full deal, right? It's an off-day show, Thursday right? we got an off-day show, yeah. Thursday's the off-day show, live. Okay. And then Friday we're back. Be here like Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Thursday at one thirty. One thirty, I believe, is the time on Thursday. Oh, that's as early as we've ever been. Yeah. Kind of. Well, we're big time now. Nice. Look at us. Well, after all, we are the Look international podcast. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Yeah. Number one international <laughs> podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>